I got a zero on a project proposal in my class because I used the term biological women, which is apparently not allowed anymore. She even said it was a good project proposal, um, but I got a zero because I used this term and it's exclusionary and not allowed anymore, so. And I 100% know that this is like the most biased grade ever because my project is about transgenders competing in biological women's sports. How am I supposed to do my final project if I can't use the word biological women? But that's what my project is about. Well, so it shows, ladies and gentlemen. Let's uh, put a picture of her up. There we go. Allowed anymore. So this shows us that even if you play along with the game, you lose. Even if you accept all the premises and nonsense that transgenders pull, um, your teachers are going to fail you if you don't get every single pronoun and every way of describing it correct according to their delusion. Now, we all know it's a fact that these people are born biological men, and then they decide that they, uh, they make the choice to feed into a delusion that society has really blown up, and this is it. And I've seen it countless times again. It's not just with transgenders, but with cancel culture, the woke culture and all that. Even if you play along with the game, even if you go along with it and say, yeah, I support this, I'm all about it, because it's absolutely psychotic and crazy to begin with, you're going to find a lot of crazy people aren't looking for teammates. They're not looking for a group to support them. Um, they're looking for... You know, this is my reality, and if you don't accept it, then I'm going to get violent and aggressive, or I'm going to take things away from you. If some of them think it's okay to physically hurt you out in public, some of them think that screaming and making fucking barking noises so you can't talk is the way to do it. Anything to shut you up, anything to silence you. Even if it means getting lawyers and suing you or calling up corporations and yelling at them until they completely get rid of things. Yeah, they've gotten to the point in society where they can literally tell the organizations and the mayor that they don't like the way the cops do things. And now the cops have to be paid less money and don't get to participate in actually doing their job anymore. You know, like doing arrest and even if a cop does get around to arresting you did he do it right did he hit you was he abusive was he mean or she and uh even if you go to jail there's a very good possibility some kind of liberal is going to come along and get the person off so it's not even a point in even trying to arrest them in the first place and prisons nowadays are allowing people to commit heinous violent horrible um, some of the most darkest crimes that could ever be committed. And just as those persons are about to be sentenced, they can simply claim to be a female. A rapist who raped females can claim to be a female themselves and then be put into a prison with a bunch of women. That sounds more like a reward system than it sounds a consequence or punishment. And, of course, there's been many women who've been showing up in prison being pregnant. So... It is what it is, ladies and gentlemen, and we're letting people like this um, run the schools now. We're letting people with these mentally ill, social 
uh, socialism and communist ideas get into the classrooms and now your kids are paying for it. But, you know, it is what it is. I mean, really think about this. This woman actually, this young lady actually supports and stands up for transgenders. And because she actually wrote a factual statement, biological woman in her writings, this cost her. What do you all think, folks? How do you feel about all this? To me, it's not just about homosexuality and transgenders or some statement made by religion. To me, it's a battle of reality. It's the society's imploding on itself. It's trying to figure out what type of existence we want to go into. Everything's changing. What kind of change do you want, though? I personally have nothing wrong with the idea of things changing for the better, if that's where they're going to go. But this, to me, doesn't benefit anyone. It just causes more aggravation and anguish in a society that's already filled with paranoia and anxiety. All right, that's all I got to say. God bless. Ladies and gentlemen, my name is Brett Keen, and you are listening and watching The Brett Keen Show. Today, I'm going to share two stories with you. One about how atheists caused me a lot of aggravation, as well as Christians who've caused me a lot of aggravation. Um, one of the events happened quite a while back. One of the events happened less than two years ago. And I'll give you guys some blues clues on who these people are. They caused me some real havoc in my existence, or at least in social media, and it's caused everlasting effects on my reputation, on my life, and on my existence, and on my ability to be able to have friendship and healthy relationships on the internet. I'm hoping by sharing these stories with you, not just to get the shit off my chest and use the internet and YouTube as a professional therapist, I'm hoping that when people hear these stories, it'll actually be able to help you in life so you won't make mistakes and you won't have to live with these kind of, well, I guess I wouldn't call them regrets because I'm not the one that actually caused the problem or the issue. I guess some people might actually see it as it's my responsibility and I should take accountability for it. I'll tell you what, 
I make a deal with all of you. After I share the two stories with you, you tell me if I'm the one to blame for this, or I'm the cause, if I'm the issue. All right, so I guess we'll start with the atheists, what they did, since their story is longer ago than the Christian story. Okay, so once upon a time, I was a hardcore atheist on YouTube, social media, and I was making atheist videos. As many of you know, I'm a theist now. I believe in Christianity and Jesus Christ, and I feel like God has given me a lot of blessings. I'm very blessed to have a beautiful, wonderful wife and two fantastic children who are grown up now. And uh, life and reality outside of social media is great and fantastic. But it's definitely not so good on social media. And this is a learning experience for anyone that uses social media. This is going to teach you so many things, I believe. So what ended up happening is whenever I was a popular atheist, I used to get invited to a lot of atheist podcasts and a lot of shows. A lot of atheists, anytime someone was opening something live, I'd get emails or someone would directly invite me either by saying it over their video or calling me up and saying, hey man, there's going to be a, a blog, there's going to be a live thing, there's going to be a podcast, yada, yada, yada. Well, I always loved hanging out with people. I've always enjoyed meeting new people and making new friends and all that. That was the whole reason to come into social media. I didn't just come to social media so I could talk about atheism, even though a lot of people have made it their life and their job to do it. I came because I wanted to make friends with people, and it didn't matter if they were atheist or Christian or whatever their religious views were. I've been the same way in my personality back whenever I was a non-believer that I am now, where I'm open-minded to hearing other people's views and ideas, and I have become close with a lot of people. But, of course, I've also made some enemies. These were enemies I didn't ask for, I didn't want, and I sure as hell don't feel like I deserve. But the story goes like this. On one of those fateful days, I was invited to go to a blog. Not by the original host, but by a bunch of atheists who were going to be participating in it. And they said that I might be invited up to get on microphone and actually be able to talk and chat. I figured it'd be fun. Figured why not? It's either that or playing video games. Yeah, I love me some video games. I'm a gamer, folks. So I went to this blog and the atheist that was up on the blog who was speaking, you could see his face, you could hear him talking. And he was switching off and on with another atheist where you'd see one of them on the screen and then it would switch over and have the other guy on the screen. This video still exists today if people want to see it for themselves. It's uh, actually been reported in the news and for some reason nothing's ever been done about it. So what happens is I come in, I'm in text chat. A lot of people are not aware that I'm there yet, but I step into a room where I'm listening to a huge slew or mob of atheists actually talking about, how do I put this? They were being competitive with each other. They were talking about 
Who is the youngest girl that you've ever had sex with or boy? They were literally telling stories to each other about the youngest persons that they'd ever had sexual relations with. And this is what I walked into. I was told that this was supposed to be some kind of live blog where atheists hang out and chill and all that. Now, in my area, I had moved out of St. Louis and I was living now in a little country town and there were hardly no non-believers or skeptics to talk to. The only way you could make a friend that was an atheist or an agnostic was through social media. That was the only place to do things. If there were atheists in public, they were too quiet. They didn't speak up or they didn't, they weren't, uh, how shall I say, people have a lot more courage when they're on the internet, whenever they think they're in a safe zone. So I just didn't find too many non-believers in real life to hang out with or talk to. But a lot of atheists looked up at me like I was a leader, like I was something important. That's why I was invited to all these things. I didn't expect for a moment that I would be walking into a room where a bunch of male adults were having conversations about the youngest girls or boys that they'd ever had sex with. The room was filled with homosexual atheists as well as straight atheists who were discussing. And the big atheist that was in the room, I'll give you guys a hint. Um, it's a guy that stuck a banana up his ass a long time ago and suffers from narcissism as well as histrionic behavior. It's a person who has harassed me for years. I think that you all by this time know who he is as well as his audience and his group. Well, this guy was on screen and actually said that he had sex with a 14-year-old girl. Now, when I heard this, I thought this was terrible. Um, I apparently was one of the only atheists in the room who actually was a father, a family man, and because whenever I was a child, I came from Christianity, maybe some of the morality wiped off on me or something because I was absolutely shocked. I believe that children are innocent. I believe that children should be loved and cared about and not sexually abused or violated by adults. So when I seen this happen, I obviously spoke out. I asked these people what the hell was wrong with them. Why are they... Why are they doing this for? Why are they thinking it's funny to sit around and drink alcohol, smoke weed, do drugs, and talk about escapades that they had with children? Well, you would think that a person going against an army of assholes like this, a bunch of sick fucking perverts, you would think that I'd be the hero in all this, right? I'd be the good guy. I'd be the one who was doing the right thing. Where I'm from, St. Louis, Missouri, if you run into people who are pedophiles or who are laughing about their conquests with children, it doesn't end well for people like that. Not where I'm from. I was taught all my life that you respect children, you respect your elders, and you don't talk like that. 
Now, this was way back in the day before sexualization became very talked about and very pronounced. Um, since then, I've heard nothing uh, but sex and crazy shit on the internet. So nowadays I'm desensitized. I hear crazy shit and see crazy shit all the time. See no evil, hear no evil. And <laughs> I've just come to the point where there's nothing that surprises me anymore. But back then I was uh, only a couple years in. And as I said, I was pretty much alone, but through social media, I was considered very popular. I was considered a famous atheist, a famous skeptic. I even ended up getting presented on CNN News. I had actually did some spots on some news shows out there. Some of you may not do know that. So here I am. I find a popular atheist um, talking about this, talking about their sexual violation of children and laughing about it as though it's just something natural for them to just laugh about. And the next thing I knew for years from that point on, because I spoke up against these pieces of shit, these disgusting bastards, I would forever be harassed by the atheist movement. I would forever have atheists constantly prank me and try to aggravate me, destroy my shows, porn bomb me, make up shit about me, falsely accuse me of everything, because I suppose... The thought process or the logic in this is as long as this person has a bad reputation or you make it to where this person seems as though they can't be trusted or call this person a liar over and over when you do speak out, which I did repeatedly, um, none of the atheists, of course, would believe. They wouldn't accept it. They wouldn't accept even if you showed them video or you showed them the audio or showed them the text conversations, all that, which all that still exists today. The problem is, is that in a moral world, if somebody like me came along and exposed that shit, which I did, um, in a moral world, people would have thought that that was very courageous of me to do. In reality, if I went to the police and all that, which, by the way, I did contact police back then over this shit, um, you'd be looked at as a, a great person who is trying to protect children. But in social media, well, somehow I became the bad guy, lost tons of channels, got silenced, and also hundreds of thousands of videos made about me, basically tearing me through the mud. So that's what happened. And I still get impacted by some of these pieces of shit today. They just will never leave it alone. Atheists don't believe in forgiveness. So the next time you see something bad going on, the next time you see something wrong... I'm one of those type of people that if you were to ask me, if you've seen somebody getting raped or assaulted or hurt, would you do something without hesitation? I'm the type of person that if I see an innocent person getting hurt, I will try to stop it, even if it puts my own life at risk. But on the internet, ladies and gentlemen, people have this idea that 
if they like somebody, it doesn't matter what that person does wrong. It doesn't matter the evil that they've committed. It doesn't matter. As long as they like the person, as long as they feel like the videos they're watching and listening to are entertaining, they'll let people get away with fucking murder. And that's the way it is. So let me tell you the story about what Christians did to me. You think the atheist story was rough, right? Bunch of Christians over there probably patting your little fins together like a seal. Woo, 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 woo. Thinking, oh man, those atheists are terrible. Now just wait until you hear the story about what the Christians did to me. I've seen a big time popular Christian out there, a creationist who believes that the earth is only 6,000 years old, loves talking about dinosaurs constantly, even names himself after dinosaurs, huh? And claims to be a doctor. I think that's a good enough hint or clue on who I'm talking about. Well, I started interacting with this person. I noticed that the atheist community was trying to get all over this guy's ass. And I had respected the guy growing up. When I was a young man, I used to watch this guy. Even whenever I was an atheist, I admired him. I respected him. I liked his personality. I liked his smile. I thought he was smart. All that shit. Seen his debates. Enjoyed it. Thought he made some good points. Not all of them were great, but some of them were. They moved me. Well, when I seen him getting clowned on and screwed with and people bringing his personal life into the matter and bringing his family in, as a Christian, I wanted to help him. I wanted to reach out to him, and I did. And I tried to be his friend, and I tried to be close, and I tried to be able to help him with his problems. And I also tried to deal with the other side who were attacking him. Well... What ends up happening is, is that it comes to find out this person is friends with pedophiles. It's almost like history repeats itself, right? I mean, you just heard the atheist story, now you're hearing the Christian story. And apparently he's friends with these pedophiles because they helped him financially he benefited from them he was able to get property and income and pay bills i guess so he just kind of said you know what sure i believe in jesus sure i believe in god but you know so what there's a bunch of rapists out there who are helping me with my you know my service my business my church ministry whatever you want to call it so he just ignored the fact that there was a man who was coming to his compound doing stuff with little boys. The same man failed at several marriages. The same man had been in prison because he didn't want to pay his damn taxes and got himself in trouble for structuring. But before I found out about the pedophilia, I was willing to stand up for him all the way. Well, whenever I found out for sure that he was actually befriending pedophiles and kids were getting hurt and bad things were happening, unlike a lot of Christians out there, I actually stood up and said something. I said, this is wrong. I can't be friends with somebody like this. 
God isn't cool with this. I'm not cool with it. And I spoke out. I spoke out. And there was some consequences that did happen to the person, unlike the atheist out there who did what they did. The Christian did get punished severely by some people. But I have a feeling that the reason why they lost some of the shit they did was because the atheist community probably flagged them to death as they've done many, many other people. Not because Christians actually got a spine and stood up. I can't tell you how many live shows I had to go on listening to Christians tell me that I'm terrible and that I'm horrible for exposing this rotten piece of shit. I can't tell you how many times I got emails from Christians saying, why are you going against this guy? He does so good, much good for the faith, and he does so much good for God and all that, and he whips their ass in evolution debates and all this. Why why do you got to bring up the pedophilia? Why do you got to bring up the fact that he fucked over all these women that he was married to and has nothing to do with his kids and all this kind of shit? See, in real life, a guy like me, who is a family man, who's only been married once and married to the love of his life since I was a teenager, got married as a young adult and have been married ever since, had two wonderful, successful children, and have really done something with my life. Everything that I've ever dreamed of, everything that I ever wanted to do with my life, I've been able to do. The only thing that I wasn't able to succeed at, and unfortunately my life was in other people's hands, was on social media. I was famous for a little while, but that burned out the moment that people realized I couldn't be bought, I couldn't be extorted, and that my morality was too fucking high to be able to blackmail me or push me to a point where I would just let shit slide. So the moral of the story is, ladies and gentlemen, whether people call themselves atheists or they call themselves Christian, if there's money involved, if it's about image, if it's about people enjoying or getting entertainment out of a YouTuber or a face that they see in social media, they'll let everything pass. They won't hold them accountable. They won't do shit. They'll actually ignore it. They don't care. They don't care if little boys or little girls are hurt. Just as long as they're hearing those words that tickle their ears. So, it's one of the reasons, I suppose, why I find it challenging to make friends nowadays with people on social media. I can make friends all day in real life. In reality, meeting people in real life, it's not difficult to make friends. But people on social media, a lot of them wear a mask. A lot of them pretend to be something they're not. A lot of hypocrites, a lot of evildoers are on both sides of the fence. So the moral of the story is, folks, is watch out. Be careful. Sometimes Satan goes to and fro looking for that which he can devour and destroy. And sometimes Satan is smack dab in the front seat of a church. Just waiting and waiting. 
So don't think for a minute if you become an atheist or you become a Christian, even if it appears as though you are becoming famous or popular or you're relevant or important, all of it can change in a matter of moments, especially depending on the decisions you make. But here's the catch. If you do find yourself in something like that, you have two choices. You can either let it all slide and pretend you didn't see nothing, close your eyes and just pretend as though it never happened, that you never seen it, you never heard it. And you can live with that for the rest of your life until the point where one day you hear that a child died or someone was hurt or a kid committed suicide because they were abused and used. Or... You can take on the mob in the army like I did. Still somehow find yourself standing at the end of the day. After it's all said and done. But. It hurts. It doesn't hurt because of what people did to me, ladies and gentlemen. It hurts because the human race watching people do shit like that. It's disgusting. It's horrifying to know that there's so many people in the world that are like that. That let bad shit happen every single day and they don't say shit. Either because they're making money off of it. Or they're entertained from it. Or it fulfills some kind of weird psychological dissatisfaction they have with themselves that they go along with that shit and it's weird it's odd but people can't just look in the mirror and say damn what am I being a part of what am I doing why am I hanging out with these fucking losers for you see now, there's a lot of good atheists out there, and there's a lot of good Christians. I'm not saying that everybody's like that. I'm just telling you from an experience that I went through. And whatever you do, because let's face it, the reality is, is that sooner or later, the truth about existence is, is that the people you're going to get fucked by are usually the people that are closest to you, right? A person that's a distance away from you or a person that doesn't know anything about you or has no emotional or personal ties, they're going to have the least amount of effect on you. It's people that you trust. It's people you get close to that are the ones that can do you the most damage. I always like the idea of people being themselves and standing up for what's right. But I think it's also important to educate people and let you know that when you do the right thing, when you do stand up and you speak out against evil, don't think that evil is just going to take a slap on the ass from the spanking that you gave it. If evil can get a sucker punch in and slam the shit out of you right back, it's going to do it. It's like fighting fire with fire. I will admit this. I was surprised at some of the people. There were some people that, after it was all said and done, I thought that they would be better. That they were better than what they came out to be. I couldn't believe that some of the people actually went for that position. Where they stood up for the nasty fuckers on both sides. But it's not really 
I'm when I say all this, I'm not saying that I'm upset with myself or I felt like I did something wrong. I'm still proud of myself. My family's still proud of me for standing up. What I'm saying is it's disgusting to know that outside your door, filthy people like that are walking around. People who label themselves the same as you, whether you're an atheist or a Christian, and how quickly and how easily you can go from being loved and respected to suddenly becoming enemy number one. You got to watch who you become friends with. We got to learn how to be able to get to know people a lot better before we get involved. Before you make the mistake of telling someone you're my friend or believing that they're your friend, you better get to know them. And the same goes for if you get yourself in a relationship with somebody, woman or man. Make sure you know every fucking thing about them before you make any commitments or oaths to anybody. Because you never know when they're going to be that person that stabs you in the back in the fucking dark. Well, I hope you guys enjoyed my story. I always share a lot of personal stories on my radio station. I talk about a lot of stuff. Um, some of it's even darker than this kind of shit. But I can't talk about that kind of stuff on YouTube. So if you want to hear it, you can check out my radio station. Links are in the description. God bless.